0: Have you ever wondered what it's like to date a Frenchman? Have you ever wondered if you have the same customs in France as you have in other countries? What does dating actually look like in France? On today's solo episode, I'm going to be giving you some juicy stories I've never told before, other than to my close friends, about what it's truly like to be single and dating in the city of love, Paris. Follow along, and I hope you like it hola hello everybody and welcome to the pretty sure podcast the podcast where we talk about life love travel business and everything in between life tends to get messy sometimes and nobody really taught us how to live it with your new best friend confidant and host yours truly sabrina i will always have your back and it is my mission that you never feel alone again because i'm always here So fasten your seatbelts because the ride is about to get really bumpy. Welcome to season two and let's go! Hello everybody, welcome back. This is my first episode after my birthday special. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I actually really liked it. It was really fun recording it, but I do have to say that if I sounded a bit weird or something like that, I was just trying to lower my voice and not yell too much into the mic because one, I've realized that sometimes I tend to speak really loud and really high pitched because I usually have a high pitched voice. So that was first thing. And then second, I was being really mindful of my friends because like I mentioned, and if you saw in my stories, if not, I'll tell you now, I was on vacation to celebrate my birthday in the southwest of France. So no, southeast, no, southwest. (laughs) Sorry, I'm like terrible with east and west. In the southwest of France in a city beach town called Biritz. So we're renting a house, and the sound carried a lot, specifically in the room I was in. So I didn't really want to A, disturb my friends, and B, kind of give away the episode before it came out. So if you think that my voice sounds a bit muffled or sounds weird or not like myself, it was the only reason. And now, obviously, I'm back home and recording this Normally, so you'll hear my regular pitch and tone of voice. Anyway, back to the episode. Before I actually start diving into a couple of cultural differences I've learned from dating in France to dating in North America, I want to give you guys a small announcement. I will be doing a I want to say another short solo episode to talk about it really in depth, but I wanted to let you guys know firstly that by the time that this episode comes out, I will have already let my Instagram audience know on my personal account that I am no longer going to be doing brand strategy services and brand strategy coaching. I am currently pivoting into podcast coaching because, again, funny story, I never knew when I started this podcast what would happen, but I have actually gotten a couple of messages from some of you asking, you know, little questions here and there on how to start a podcast, how to launch it, what do you need to know, uh, little tips and tricks. Sometimes I get asked, what I used to edit my posts, and all of those things. And the more people that asked me, the more I realized, I think I should probably just pivot and give the people what they want. And so now I'm going to be offering podcast coaching. So if you've ever wondered what you need to launch a podcast, how easy it is, how hard it is, what tools you need, how much time, and all of that, I am your go-to girl and you can feel free to message me on the regular podcast Instagram which is at pretty sure podcast or on my personal Instagram which is at S-A-B as in brownie underscore S-C. So that is it. I will definitely give you guys a longer episode and I will tell you about why it is that I decided to pivot into this, what does it mean, and also give you some tips and tricks directly on a podcast episode so you can get a little taste of what I will be helping you do. Now, back to the topic. This is probably one of my favorite topics to talk about because, okay, I also have gotten requests from my friends, from people that know me and know my crazy dating history because it is completely batshit crazy. Like, I I wouldn't even be able to come up with these things if they wouldn't happen to me. So, I've been asked by my friends throughout the years that I should either start a blog, I should start, well now it would be a podcast, or write a book or something about my love life, because really crazy stuff has happened. And while the idea does tempt me, please let me know, first of all, if you would be interested, if this is something that you would like to know more about, because I'm all about pleasing you guys, I'm all about giving you what you want, so if you think I should start doing that, then I will look into it. To be quite honest, it is something that I've wanted to do for years, but basically a lot of crazy things have happened, especially moving to another country, another language. I learned a lot of things on how to talk to French men, how to talk to international men, how to read through lines on what they have on their profiles, on dating apps, what they say, how to actually interact with them, what to expect, and all of that. And it is probably one of the most asked questions by people that I meet obviously abroad, like not here in Paris, unless it's foreigners in Paris or like expats. And they're like, oh, you've been here for like five, six years. What is dating life like? What does it look like to date a French guy? Do you know any guys that are dating French girls? Like how is it for them? And all of those things. And surprise, surprise, I will be having a good friend of mine, Anthony, in two weeks. So not this, wait, actually, when you listen to this, the day after, so Thursday, you will have a live episode with one of my close friends, Anthony. He is actually French. But he has always lived in the international world because he's traveled a lot. He went to the American University of Paris with me. So obviously he was immersed in North American culture and has befriended a lot of expats over the years. I think he's even dated um, Latinas. He's dated like different country, like different nationalities. So we're going to be getting a little bit of an insight from a guy's perspective along with other things don't want to spoil it, but basically dating a French girl is way different than dating a French guy. I obviously don't have experience dating a French girl, but I do have experience dating French guys. And let me tell you, it is not a walk in the park. So the first thing everybody asks me when they meet me or when my friends introduce me to their friends or when I go back home to Mexico to see my friends and then I meet some of their friends, they always ask me like, Oh my god, you're in Paris. The Frenchman must be so hot. Do you have a boyfriend? Yada yada yada. Those are the most common questions I get. And back in the day when I had first moved to Paris, I had to say I was smitten. The first thing I really wanted when I moved here. Besides, you know, experiencing the culture, learning the language, and all of that, I always dreamt of having, like, a French boyfriend, and, like, having the whole romance thing, and, like, riding our Vespas throughout the city. Uh, Spoiler alert, I actually did that once. It was really fun. Uh, I will tell you about that in a bit, because it is part of the episode. I don't know if I should tell you the entire story, because I also might do another podcast episode, but back to the question. So that used to be my first reaction to Frenchmen. I was smitten. I would always try to find Frenchmen. I would always be like, "Ooh, no, expats. I don't want expats. Like I want French hot guys. I want them to speak to me in like French. And then they're bad like uh, English accent from a French guy. You know, they would all speak like that. I'm not mocking, by the way. I'm just like literally explaining how they speak because that is exactly how they speak. Oh, so you are from the U.S. That was a horrible, horrible accent impersonation. I am so sorry for whoever listens to this. Clearly, my <laughs> accent uh, replays, I don't even know what to call it, are not the reason why I listen to this podcast. But basically, I found that completely adorable, and I was just obsessed. Fast forward two years after I was living in Paris, and... I was very disappointed, but at the same time, I was still holding out hope for the French guys. I was still, you know, trying to find one of my own and have like the romantic love story whatnot. Now that it's been a total of five years, whenever someone asks me, I'm like, ew, no, I don't want a French guy. And guys, if you're listening to me, I have nothing. I do have stuff against you. I don't want to say it's a it is a generalization. Oh my god, I'm just like contradicting myself. So okay, I don't have something against all French men or all French people. That's what I wanted to say. What I mean by that is I love having French friends, guys, girls, whatever it is. I love having French co-workers back when I used to do the corporate world and was working in an office. I love talking to French store clerks, French waiters, French managers, whatever it is. I love befriending people like that. But when it comes to relationships, when it comes to the romantic, the love part of the equation, I would not purposefully seek Frenchmen anymore. I actually run in the opposite direction and that is probably why I'm having a hard time to find dates nowadays on dating apps because I've actually managed to quite accurately filter them out and whenever I see a semblance of oh this is a French guy pass next even if you're hot I don't want to do this and I know I might be missing out on like a lot of great people a lot of great men that I could be dating but it is my current choice because I am tired of the experiences I've had so far with dating Frenchmen. And also, I have come to the conclusion that I think my personality doesn't really mesh well with Frenchmen, romantically speaking. And before you go out and call call me out and be like, oh my god, Sabrina, you can't generalize, you haven't met a lot of Frenchmen, you've not dated. Guys, I have been online dating and using dating apps for about seven years like I'm not even kidding I have been I was an OG on Tinder like funny story that is actually how I perfected my French well perfected obviously it's not like 100% perfect but I do have like great conversations and I can talk about anything I can read I can listen to series whatever it is watch series movies in French without subtitles and I'm fine I can flirt whatever it is I can do it But yeah, funny story I actually learned through Tinder. And this is something uh, everyone laughs at because they, they think I'm joking. Like when they ask me, oh my God, so how long did it actually take for you to speak like French the way you speak it? And I'll be like, Oh, I took, like, a year of classes when I was living in Mexico, and then when I moved here, I didn't want to take classes anymore. I had a roommate that was French, and I actually learned English, uh, English, French through Tinder. And they're all like, (laughs) no, really, like, tell us your secret. And I'm like, but that's actually my secret. I would, this is a true story, I swear. I, I wish I'd have the screenshots, but I probably deleted all of them. But back in the day, I would actually, when I would talk to these men on Tinder, because that was probably the only dating app at the time, at least here in France, unless it was something like Badoo, which was just horrible, horrible, like it's the worst app ever and um, happen, which is, I think, a French or a Parisian created app never worked correctly. I'm not going to be discussing dating apps, although it would be really fun to do an episode on the different dating apps and my experiences on it and which one I prefer. Also, let me know if you like this. I will definitely take it into consideration and do a solo episode in a couple of weeks. But... I was the OG on Tinder, and I would actually respond to these guys because they'd see my profile, and they'd be like, oh, you want to speak English? And I'd be like, no, if you want to date me, you'll speak to me in French, even though my French basically sucked at the moment, and they would come at me with slang and stuff like that, and I'd be like, what the fuck is this person saying? Like, I would actually have to Google half of the things they would tell me, but I did not give up, and... It was very fruitful. Like I got jobs in French. I'm f- experienced a lot of things because I speak French. But that is not the topic of the episode. The episode is what to expect when you date a Frenchman, how to date a Frenchman, all of those juicy secrets. So first things first, if you're thinking of dating a Frenchman, if you've ever been curious, if you really want to know what a stereotypical cliche Frenchman is romantically. The only way I can describe it and I know it'll seem super cliche and like very movie-like and you're gonna be like oh my god Sabrina why like that is obviously not the way it is. They are just suave. They're suave and they are kind of like Casanova type of man. So they'll be not sleazy, like, whenever they come on to you and they try to flirt with you, it's borderline sleazy because you know if it would be translated in English, it would be super cringy. But here in France, it is not cringy. It's just, like, borderline sleazy, super suave, and they're just like, how are you doing? You know, like the typical Joey, how you doing? That's basically how they pick you up but it is truly a fun experience and I have to say I've been picked up or people like men have tried to pick me up on the street but obviously to no fruitful effect because first of all they have not been cute guys they have mostly been really creepy guys and the second part is they've never really told me anything interesting or funny or just tried to appeal to me in any way I think at one point I was wearing like the world's worst outfit. I don't even know what I was doing, but I was probably doing something specific. And I was wearing like the world's worst outfit. It was like a poofy orange skirt. I don't even know. And then this guy came up to me, like this French guy came up to me and he's like, your dress makes you look like an orange. How are you doing? And I was just like, you're really not trying to pick me up with that pickup line because that is the worst thing I've ever heard. Like, excuse me. Who says you look that dress makes you look like an orange? How are you doing? Like, no. So that has happened to me on multiple occasions. People have tried to pick me up on the metro, which is also not a fun experience. And I can imagine if you're from New York, you probably relate to this because I feel like it happens very often there. But that's the thing, and that's something that I want to mention. So here in France, it is really normal that. Even if you think they're out of your league, even if they think you're out of your league, even if they're, like, older, if they're younger, whatever it is, whatever kind of, like, concept you have in your mind of, like, oh, this guy, like, no, or this girl, no, or whatever, they will not care, and they will shoot their shot. The amount of times I have been hit on by really old men, like, probably grandpa-ish, not in a sugar baby type of way, but, like, full-on oh my god, you look so hot, or something very creepy, is just, I can't even count it. So, again, it's not that they do it sleazily, it's just that it's their suave way. Like, they, how can I explain this? They don't want to insult you. They don't do it in a way of insulting or harassing, but it is very much like, yeah, like sleazy. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a very weird thing that I've never experienced anywhere else. But I will say I've never felt in danger, at least yet, or catcalled. So catcalling is really not a thing, but they will try to come on to you, which is really funny. I've also been hit on by waiters, which is really funny, not because they're waiters, but because they all come up to me and they'll be like, how you doing cutie or whatever and start talking to me and I'll be like I just came to eat alone or came with my friend so please just don't but back to actually dating so my first experience in dating a french guy or actually trying to date a french guy I think I mentioned this in an episode very briefly uh in the roommates episode. So, I was out clubbing. I think it was my f- one of my first nights in Paris. We really didn't know where to go. We went to a random place with my French roommate and then I hit on the DJ, which thinking back, I don't know why I don't hit on people anymore, but yeah. I hit on the DJ and then we started texting. I obviously did not speak a word of French at the moment, so my roommate was translating. And then, oh my god, I still remember this. So I lived on the edge of the 14th, um, like sub, not suburb, but 14th neighborhood. So here in France, they're called arrondissement. And basically, I was living like near the edge of the suburbs, basically, but it wasn't the suburbs yet. And then this guy, I don't know where he lived, but he lived really far from me. And I didn't know Paris that well at the moment. And so this guy texted me and he was all let's go out let's go out and then I'd be like yeah sure but I like don't know where to go and then he'd send me an address that would be really far and I was like but you have a scooter you can come pick me up well my roommate said that and he was like uh yeah we don't pick people up here in Paris and that was like my first array I think you say that that, that, like it was my first experience of a guy actually saying yeah we don't do that here like everybody meets at that place And it happened to me subsequently on a bunch of occasions. So I have never been able to figure Frenchmen out. Like, I have probably gone on dates, I'm not even kidding you, with a hundred Frenchmen. Maybe, maybe less. I could not tell you an exact number. But I have gone on dates with, like, multiple Frenchmen. And I just can never figure them out. So that is number one. They're very suave. They're very, like they know how to woo you or how to put you under their spell. The second thing that they do is in at least in my experience, I've never been able to tell when they're actually serious. And I have been into relationships previously here in Paris with French guys. So, I mean, actually, technically, like, four, but two were kind of official and two were not really official. So, for the two official ones, I never really knew where I stood because they just just have a weird way. So, if you've ever read any blogs on what it's like dating a French guy or a French girl, you will know that, and this took me a long time to understand, once you kiss a French guy, you're basically in a relationship with them but not in the traditional we're boyfriend and girlfriend type of relationship where you like introduce them to your parents you introduce them to your family and all of that it's kind of like a step before that so it's basically what you could compare to being exclusive in any other country. So you're basically exclusive once you kiss a French guy. Even if it's like the first date or whatever it is. And this actually happened to me once, and that's when I learned about this. So this was my second relationship. I had met the guy on Tinder. Again, I was like a very OG Tinder. I used to use it all the time to meet guys, um, improve my French and all of that. So I went on a date with this guy and obviously he was really cute he was very charming he was very suave he had this like attitude of like a bad boy but he wasn't really a bad boy he he basically like it ended really badly like, he was no good um he'd never did anything in his life his dad was really rich so he like lived off that money and had like a lot of issues and all of that but like it was a nice time we had a nice couple of months but basically the first date ended and he kissed me and i didn't realize that we were quote unquote in a relationship And so he started, like, texting me more often. We started hanging out more often. And this is probably going to be too much information. Sorry, Mom. But he, I think on the second date, tried to have sex with me. And I'm going to say it loud and clear. The whole three-date rule, four-date rule, whatever rule situation that exists in other countries it is not a thing here. So you can 100% sleep with someone on the first date and end up in a full-fledged relationship. You can sleep with them on the second, third, whatever it is. So basically, I was still young at this point. I was like 19. I think I had turned 20 at that time. I'm not sure, but yeah, I was like 19 or 20. And it had been like my third or fourth official relationship. And he was like, oh, I really like you're so hot. Yada, yada, yada. Let's have sex. And I was like, yo, dude, like, calm your horses. I am not ready for that. And he'd be like, oh, I just thought because like we're in a relationship now. And I was like, what do you mean we're in a relationship? I've gone out with you. Like, this is the second time. And he was like, oh, yeah, but we kissed. So, we're in a relationship. And I was like, you have got to be shitting me. Like, this is, this is just, you're playing a joke on me. This is obviously not true. You're just trying to get me to sleep with you. He's like, no, it's actually a thing. I should have explained that to you. I wasn't aware you didn't know. Yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, basically, I want you to be my girlfriend now and give me a chance. We Obviously, didn't have sex that night. But it kind of really shocked me because I was like... This is, like, it's I, I don't even know what to say, you know? Like, this is not a one-night stand. This is actually a person that wants to be in a relationship with me, and they haven't even gotten to know me, and they want to sleep with me ASAP. So, I think it's the second or third point I'm going to be making. Yeah, because the second one was, um, you're in a relationship after you kiss someone. So, the third one is, it's never too early to have sex with a French guy. And... You might say, oh my god, there are people that wait. Yeah, but actually here, if you wait, it is seen as very weird and super prudish because obviously the French are known for being like great lovers and love sex and are very open. And if you've ever seen the movie 5 to 7 or Saint-Cassette, they have this whole culture back in the day, I don't know if it's still a thing actually, but back in the day you were allowed by your husband or your wife to meet your mistress from from 5 to 7 p.m. and only during that time, which just still baffles me because it is, like, it's an actual thing. Like, people actually did that or do it, I don't know. But it is a thing. So, you can see they're very liberal with, like, sex and everybody sleeps with everybody. And it's also a thing, like, they don't see cheating as sleeping with someone else. So for them, cheating would really be emotionally cheating like with someone else, which to me, it still baffles me. Obviously there's exceptions and obviously it probably is not like this for the vast majority of people, but it is a big cultural thing. And I actually did experience it with this said boyfriend. So uh, he basically cheated on me with three other different girls. They were not having, like, a threesome or whatever you call that with multiple, like, an orgy. They were not having an orgy. This episode is weirdly sexual, which I wasn't (laughs) making it sexual, but basically this guy was dating another girl that lived in Mexico because surprise, surprise, he had a fetish for Latinas. And then he was dating another girl that was living in Russia, I think, and was dating another girl that was living in another city in France. Obviously, I found out we broke up. It was like, a huge fight and all of that. But to going back to my point, he didn't see it as cheating because he was just sleeping with them and it wasn't like full on dating like he would see them and stuff like that. Which to me is just, it like baffles my mind. But yeah. So that is the third thing you learn when dating Frenchmen. And what is the fourth thing? Their whole family situation is also very loose and very liberal. And I have had really interesting experiences. So I was dating this other guy after this ex-boyfriend I mentioned. And so I was dating this guy. We had been seeing each other for about three, four months, and then he invited me one day to a restaurant and he was like, Yeah, my friends are gonna be there. You should come along, you should meet them, it's gonna be fun, whatnot. So I get there and he's like, Oh, this is my uncle. And he introduces me to like this guy who was supposed to be his like cool uncle. And so the cool uncle was really funny, he was really fun, he was like very he was kind of like a party boy he never grew up and all of that and so we started partying we started all drinking together and I was like joking with him I was joking with his friends you know I was trying like I have always had guy friends so I 100% know how to hang out with guys what to talk about and how to act not that I'm putting on an act but you know what I mean And so, at the end of the night, like, obviously, I went home with him because we had been seeing each other for a couple of months, and then he was like, so, how was the afternoon? Like, how was the dinner? How was the drinks and everything? And I was like, oh my god, everyone was so fun. Your uncle was hilarious. Like, all of your friends, I love them. And he starts kind of, like, hysterically laughing, and then he goes, I have something to confess. And I was like, oh my god, what are you going to tell me? Like, I'm afraid. And he goes, that wasn't my uncle, that was my dad. But we're kind of friends because he obviously is just a bit older than me. So he had me really young with my mom. I think they were like 17 or 18 when they had him. Um, And he was like, yeah, so he basically is like my friend and not my dad. But yeah, you met my dad. And I was like, holy shit. I was broing his dad. And I was like doing shots with his dad and like his friends. And I mean, the dad loved me. He kept saying like, oh my god, this girl's amazing. Like, Keep dating her, whatever but i was just like in other other uh i was in utter shock and i was like oh my god that's the most awkward bang i've ever done in my life i'm so sorry i hope your dad doesn't hate me so really funny situation uh what else can i tell you about dating a french man okay so this is the only place i think where this has happened if you like it's very normal to have a 6 7 or 8 hour long date here in France. And I've never experienced that in any other place because usually people end it like after a drink or two and then they end up liking you. And obviously, I've dated expats here and I've dated Americans, for example. I've gone on a couple of dates with American guys. Nothing has ever come from it. But, you know, I've dated guys like that and Canadian guys. And it's never like six, eight hour long. It's like we go have a drink. It's over. We call it a night then I tell like they'll text me the next day and they'll be like oh my god I really liked you like let's go out again or whatnot but dates don't usually last that long now with French guys it is really normal to go out on a date let's say for drinks so you go for like one drink maybe they even mention during the night like oh I don't think I'm gonna stay out late so like maybe we hit this bar and then we see what happens later And then from there, you go to another bar, and then you will walk to another bar, and then you will walk to another bar, and maybe end up, like, at his house with his friends or, like, at a party or something like that. And that has actually happened to me on multiple occasions. Like, this is not just a one-off thing where I'm like, oh, maybe this is not a thing. It's like a full-on, it's happened to me more often than not, that I will go to a bar and end up, like, 6 in the morning going back to my house or whatever it is, so... Yeah, it is actually a thing. And they'll also not hesitate to introduce you to your friends, like, at the first date. Like, that is also a thing. Uh, It doesn't necessarily mean that they're, like, more honest or have pure intentions or whatever it is. It just means, like, they want to keep going out and probably their friends have, like, a good plan. So that's why they're taking you to hang out with their friends. Which is also, again, really interesting. They also have, like I mentioned, loose concept of cheating, loose concept of, oh, we're dating. And I don't want to say this is a generalization because obviously I know there are a lot of nice guys out there and a lot of nice French guys out there. But it is quite known that at least Parisian men are very loose and they're normally not looking for anything serious and they're mostly looking to have fun and they're mostly not to be taken seriously. And then something that has also really baffled me, like really, really baffled me after I say it's happened on a couple of dates. So I'll be on a date with the guy and they'll be like, Well, we're having a great time, you know, we move from one bar to the next, and then they're saying how great of a time they're having and how next time, or in two next dates, or whatever it is, like, they'll be making full-on plans, like, detailed plans, not just, uh, let's have a drink another day, no, they'll be, like, on Wednesday, I'll text you to go out for a drink, or, like, on Saturday, I have tickets to this thing, like, let's go together, stuff like that, and then we'll go, like, each to our respective houses, they'll message before the night's over, and they'll be, like, yeah, it was a great night, had a lot of fun, I'll text you tomorrow, we'll hang out, whatever it is. And then they ghost. They, like, full-on ghost. And you'll be like, wait, you were actually saying they were having a great time and you were the one that initiated the second outing or third outing or whatever, and they'll full-on ghost. Obviously, again, this happens in a lot of other countries, in a lot of other places. It's not only France, but it has happened here a bunch of times. And it's not only been me, it's been a couple of my friends as well. So that's how I know. Again, probably only for Parisians because I've heard things like that from my friends. And it's also really funny because there's this dispute whether Southern men and Parisian men are completely different and who's better. In my opinion, I prefer Parisian men over Southern men. But in apparently everybody else's opinion, Southern Frenchmen are better than Parisian men. So if anyone out there has ever dated both of them like me and has an opinion, please let me know. I would really like to know what you guys think, because this is, again, my opinion and from my experiences. So what else could be a French situation that happens? It is something that I really, really, really enjoy is that here in France, nice guys so the decent guys will always always pay for the first like date drinks whatever and you can kind of see what type of man they are again I'm not trying to be like oh my god you should always pay for us whatever it is but you definitely do get to see the character of a French man on how they treat you on the first date what I mean by It is always a French thing I've learned that you never let the girl pay on the first date and it's basically whoever asks out is the one that pays. But usually it's the girl never pays on the first date. Unless they're like stingy or they're like not, I want to say full-on grown men, they will make you pay. Obviously after the first date you guys split it or he gets drinks and then you go to the next round or whatever it is. But at least the first date from my experience, it always is them, which is kinda nice. It's kind of like um customary thing. It's kind of like I uh, it makes you feel I don't wanna say special because I know a lot of people will come at me and be like, oh, it's like if they're buying you or whatever no but it's just kind of like nice going out with a guy and them being like no no it's on me like I invited you out you know like it makes it feel like it's a proper date you like you girls know what I mean like you can actually feel like it's a proper date if they're paying at least for the first time I'm not gonna sit here and be like you always have to pay for me etc of course it's nice but after the first date, I'm more than willing to pay for my food, to invite the guy for a drink, or to invite the guy for dessert, or whatever it is. I have no qualms. I have no problem with that. But, yeah, that is basically something else that happens. And, oh gosh, I don't know what else I can say about Frenchmen. Like, these are all based on different experiences, and honestly, I could go on forever hours on my crappy uh dating experiences with Frenchmen. But basically they're very suave. If you kiss them, you are kind of in a relationship with them. Again, not a full-blown this is my boyfriend, this is my girlfriend, but you can equate it to we're exclusively dating type of thing. Uh number three was they don't see kind of sex as an infidelity because they're very liberal with sex and they're very like open and They like talking about it and all of that. Again, cheating as well. So that's also a thing. And they're very chivalrous. They're very much like, yeah, I'll pay for the date. I'll pay for this. They also don't pick you up, which I've already mentioned. And I honestly don't know what else I can say about them. But basically, my experience dating men in France, like Frenchmen, has not gone very well because... So here's my complaint and I'm going to be full-on transparent with you guys. I'm going to be 100% real. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm just going to tell you as it is how my thoughts are and how I see the situation. Frenchmen, or at least Parisian men, again, I cannot tell you which of the both, like, the accurate description is, but basically, Parisian men, Frenchmen, they will always think that France is the best thing in the world, and even if they live outside of France, they will always want to come back. And I'm not saying I don't like Paris. I'm not saying I don't like France. Very nice country. It's my home. It's been my home for five years. I just don't know if I want to stay here forever. And I've always found it that it bothers me a lot because I know that in their mind, they're always going to want to come back, like no matter what. So it's never a thing of like, oh yeah, we'll both choose a country and live there for the rest of our lives. It's like, oh yeah, maybe I'll humor you for a while, but we're always going to be coming back to France because like France is the shit, you know what I mean? And they have that in their demeanor as well. And it would always bother me a lot because obviously I always say this, but I am both Mexican and German. I've lived in different countries. I've experienced different cultures. And for me, it's really, really important to find someone that i don't want to say has the same experience but has a similar ish experience where they've lived in different places or like they've traveled a lot and they're more open minded and would be willing to be like let's choose a place together and let's live there if we don't like it we move around but never having it in the back of their mind that they're coming back and with all the frenchmen i've ever dated it's we've always kind of had this conversation not in terms of like So what's our future going to look like? How are our kids going to be named? I'm not about that. But, you know, we'd have the conversation of, like, what do you want out of life? Like, do you always want to live in Paris, especially if they were from other cities in France, if they were from, like, the countryside or the north or whatever. We'd always have this conversation of, like, with whoever I was dating from France at the moment where I'd ask them, I'd be like, do you always want to stay in France? Or, like, what is your plan? And they wouldn't flat out say they would never leave, but they would kind of give the impression of, yeah, maybe I want to leave, but I know I'll always come back. And they would always say, oh yeah, I'll come back because I want to live in the countryside because there's nothing better than the French countryside. And I'd just be like, I mean, okay, I'm trying to be open, but that's just, that's, no, I, I just, I can't deal with that because I... Like, no, like, what am I going to do with my family? You know what I mean? Like, it's never been a thing for me to just be like, yeah, I'm going to stay here forever and I'm never going to live anywhere else because I don't know. Like, maybe I want to go back to North America. But that's an episode for another day. So basically, that has always been my major problem. And despite, you know, them traveling around and all of that, because there are a lot of uh, French men that do travel around, not just men, but like French people in general that have lived abroad for a while and live in different places and all of that, they kind of are always stuck in France is the best. And when you compare it to other cities, such as, for example, Barcelona, which I have, very very specific thoughts on but obviously Catalonia people sweet sometimes but they're very territorial and they're a little bit arrogant let's be honest they're very arrogant and they're always like Catalonia is the best and Catalonia this and Catalonia that okay I get it you're proud of your heritage but the French take it to a whole other level like they're actually they actually think they are the best things on the planet which again, nothing wrong with it, but the men that I've dated, they always kind of look down at other people that are not French, and I have not dated the same type of people. I've dated multiple different people. I've dated different types of French men, different ages, different personalities, different likes, and all of that, so it's not just that I've dated one type of person and have a flawed perception, so they always kind of view it as, yeah, inferior, I guess, And something that I also really don't like is if you're exotic. So they think mixed people, like for example, me or, you know, Latinas, they feel like we're exotic and on dating apps, I usually get this message a lot and it always makes me kind of like cringe, not because they're saying it in a bad way, but just because like, oh my God, I'm so tired of it. They'll be like, where are you from? And then I'll say like, oh, I'm Mexican German. And then they'll be like... Oh, how exotic. Well, I'm not that exotic. I'm just from this place. And it just annoys me that they say those types of things, you know, like, oh, you're exotic. I'm like, I'm not a freaking animal, you know what I mean? But yeah, basically, after a hundred or I don't even know how many failed dates with Frenchmen, I have now started seeking expats because I feel like they have a different level of understanding of my culture and what I grew up with and all of that. Because again, that is also a very French thing. Not just men, but French people in general. They will change the name of every single show, every single movie, and they will not learn the original name ever. So you might be saying, I don't know, a very random example that just came to my mind. I used to watch Pippi Longstocking when I was a child. And then they'd be like, um, what's that? And he'll start explaining the show and they'll still be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You'll Google the name and you'll tell them the name. I honestly don't know what the name is right now. And then they'll be like, oh yeah, I know what you mean. So it's just always been also a thing that annoys me because it's like, okay, I have learned it in another language, but like you can learn it still in another language. Anyway, I feel like this episode has gone long enough of my rant. I hope you actually enjoy it. I hope you learn a thing or two about dating Frenchmen. And let me know if you want a second part and if you have any specific questions that you'd like me to answer or a specific topic. And I can go and be more explicit. I can talk about something else. And yeah, that's basically it. I was going to end it by saying that... What they say about French men being good lovers is actually very true, but I didn't want to be very explicit about it because the topic is not sex. But let me know if you want me to do a special, and I will get a sexpert or a sex therapist or someone to talk about relationship and sex in that topic. And that is probably the maximum amount of times I'm allowed to say that word. I will definitely have to mark this episode as explicit. So yeah, that is all I wanted to say. And I just want to remind you guys that you can always listen to my podcast wherever you are, whatever you're doing, if you're cooking, if you're driving, if you're cleaning, if you're rearranging your closet, whatever it is you're doing, you don't have to pay 100% attention to me because I can ramble. And let's be honest, who has time to spend 60 or 60 minutes or 40 minutes listening nonstop to a podcast I obviously don't I always shower listening to a podcast or get dressed using a pot like listening to a podcast but makeup on cooking whatever it is so you can do that too that is all for today guys I hope you enjoyed this very ranty what to expect when you're dating a Frenchman episode I hope it makes sense I hope you don't find it too annoying for my part or too generalist or whatever it is And I will see you guys next week with another great episode. I really urge you to please leave a review. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you want any specific topics, guests, whatever it is. I love hearing your opinion. And, yeah, just leave me a comment and let me know what you think. And go follow us on our Instagram for updates, live episodes on Thursdays at 6 p.m. CEST, which means Paris time, which means 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, yeah, I'll speak to you guys soon. Remember, it is at pretty sure podcast. And if you want to follow my personal one for more adventures and, candidly, me, then it is S-A-B, as in brownie, underscore S-C. I love you, and I will speak to you guys soon. Peace out, everybody.